When you want a job, when you want a job done. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority. He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. Yes, 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 indeed. What is going on? Sports done right, live and direct. We are back at it another Tuesday night. And I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, and I am more than happy to be with you folks because guess what? We actually got a Skype phone number. We can take some calls. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Oh, we finally getting there, people. We finally getting there. Technology's a mofo. Technology is a mofo. Thank you guys so much. Anyway, you can give us a call, 651 or excuse me. 651-968-0124. That will bring you through the Skype line to Sports Done Right, right through the Executive Mansion phone bank and into, that's right, the Situation Room, man. So appreciate that. Let me get in here as I know we got some stuff going on already in the chat room. I see my mom has joined us. Hello to the world's best mother out there, Reese Bell. Jungle Brother, he dug the Charlie Brown opening music while we were uh, before we went live here. We got OG Dion, my main man. What's up, OG? Appreciate you coming in tonight. And hopefully we'll have uh, the cast of regulars here as well as we go throughout the evening. So again, sports done right every Tuesday night here on Spreaker.com. Lots to get to tonight. Uh, a lot of Vikings talk. We got some gopher talk we really need to get into and, um, and one of the other things we're really going to start getting into is the state of Minnesota sports. As your sports governor, it is getting uh, time for the State of the Union address. And the State of the Sports Union address will be coming to you here in uh, just a few short weeks in January. So glad everybody is out there uh, kind of getting the chat going here. Hopefully we'll, we may even hear from the First Lady tonight. Uh, she is in the house Uh, dealing with the first daughter Sydney but uh, hopefully we can get her on the air here for a few minutes see how she's doing and get her takes on a couple things um we are going to talk NBA as well let me give you a kind of a little update as what's going on there Portland early on in the third quarter is up 60 to 56 over LeBron and Cleveland the Golden State Warriors already up 20. Uh, they're about midway through the third quarter on, in Indiana. They're up 90-70 to 70 on the Pacers. And, man, I don't know if Golden State's going to lose another game, it seems like. Of course they will, but, wow, what they are doing is incredible. Uh, halftime in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is up 57-46 to 46 over the Houston Rockets. Still pissed at Houston for firing my main man, Kevin McHale. Um, we'll talk for another time. And early on here, uh, two minutes left in the first quarter, Oklahoma City is up 20 to 16 over the Memphis Grizzlies. All right, man. So, like I said, lots to get to here uh, as the weather is definitely getting a lot cooler here in the great state of Minnesota. 
Um, as you may hear, a little sniffling going on, but the Gov uh, always trounces through and uh, continues on with the show for the people. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, share them links as well and hit them likes. Uh, hit the hearts there on Spreaker.com because we're going to try and up our profile on this mofo. So uh, lots of good things happening for the Gov here this weekend. Like I said, uh, a lot of football watching, obviously, at the championship games. We're going to get into the heavy talk here in our next segment on Michigan State, Iowa. I know Jungle Brother had some very heated words for the Michigan State Spartans early on. But the Gov, live from the Situation Room, of course, will tell you exactly why the Michigan State Spartans belong where they are. That's right, that's right. I said it, Jungle. I said it. They belong right where they are, brother. I'm sorry, man. Uh, We'll give you a preview of Michigan State, Alabama. I'll tell you what I'm thinking there. Uh, We will also talk, um, in terms of Big Ten tonight, we're going to give you a little preview on the Big Ten power rankings. As you know, we've, you know, college basketball is already through the majority of the non-conference schedule here. So January is when the conference schedules get going. So we're not that far away. So we'll kind of take a a small look here as we do uh, plan on doing a Big Ten preview basketball show for the conference here coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, we'll also uh, get into obviously Gopher sports tonight. Lots to talk about there. The five and seven Gophers eke into this bullshit bowl, and that's right. I said it. Excuse the language, but that's why we have the explicit language checked. Because I am pissed that they took this. I mean, I get it. You want to keep playing and all, but you know what? Oh, uh, stop! 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 Rewind. Let me say this. We'll talk about it in the next segment. All right. Tracy Clays uh, has some adjustments going on with the coaching staff for the Gophers for this ball game and moving forward as he is looking to make his uh, presence known there in Dinkytown with the football program. We got all kinds of stuff. Timberwolves action. Why has Coach Sam been sitting Carl Anthony Towns in the fourth quarter until very, very recently. We'll talk about that. We will also talk about why people are kind of throwing shade Sam Mitchell's way regarding his attitude and his shade throwing at some local reporters during press conferences. Uh, For my national fans out there, folks listening in the House of Representatives, let me tell you, uh, the Sam Mitchell press conferences have been very, very interesting to say the least, people. So... Um, stay tuned for the Govs take there. Big John Fisher and Jersey Vern in the house. Everybody off their seats and welcome to of my main man, Real Cast Brothers. John Fisher will be on right at my show tonight. And John, I will be done by 930. I do two hours and two hours straight up now. No more trolling past the two hour mark. So sports done right will be done at 930 Central, 1030 Eastern time, and then we roll right in with the main man cooking with the microwave, John Fisher. And don't forget all of our other friends there as well. We got Jungle Brother and his show that he's doing with that Ninja, the Black Quarterback show. All kinds of good stuff going on, man. So, you know, what can we say? Lots of stuff happening on the Real Cast channel. Very proud to be associated with the Real Cast channel. The Rangers, as we call ourselves, because, uh, 
unlike the Lone Ranger, we are not alone and we are riding over the prairie and we are taking over the podcast scene when it comes to sports talk radio people. So you want different takes, you want something exciting, you keep it tuned right here because that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you something new, something exciting. And after this break, we're going to get started with it, folks. So guess what? It's almost 12 minutes in. It's almost time, actually, for the first musical break. We're going to get started a little early tonight, excuse me. And first song is called, it's a very interesting remake of Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, but it is from a group called Cake out of Sacramento, California. I heard this on a MTV show a long time ago, and we're going to, oh, look, we got a call. Let's see who we got here. Caller, who do we got on? What's going on, Gov? It's your nephew, man, John Fisher, the microwave. Hey, what's going on, John Fisher? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. You know what I'm saying? I know you just got on air and everything, man, but I just want to say, man, uh, Gov, I love what you're doing, bro. You know what I'm saying? You do a good job. We're letting everybody know what's going on. So um, well, um, I, I want to ask you, like, what, what's going on with the Vikings right now, man? Well, Do you think talk- that was just an aberration game, or was you know, was that the sign of more things to come? Um, it could be a sign of more things to come, Big John Fisher, because as you know, bro, we got Arizona this weekend, or not this weekend, excuse me, this Thursday night, so we got a short turnaround here. We got to take on the first place Cardinals. Um, I was going to get into uh, some of the things I've been noticing with Teddy Bridgewater and kind of how the media has been going in on him. And one of the other things that we're going to talk about as well, um, you know, Fish, let me tell you this, man. No, I think it may have Uh been an admiration, but I think that they are definitely going to have to, the offensive line is the key because that's why Teddy Bridgewater is always kind of running. He is uh, really under some uh, duress back there that a lot of the press isn't talking about. They're looking more at Teddy, but the guy, you know, he has no offensive line, so... Um, we will see, brother. We will see. Uh, how how are things going down there in Georgia for you, Big John? Man, things down here in Georgia is going real good for me right now. You know, the Falcons took another elbow, and uh, my Eagles. You know, we went out there, and we shocked the world like UConn back when they had uh, uh, Khalid El Amin and, uh, and 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 uh, what, what, what's the boy named the water mask in the NBA? Oh, uh, uh, Rip uh, Hamilton. Yeah, Rev Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? We shocked the world. You know, don't get don't get it twisted. I did pick the Patriots to win that game against my whole right, squad. Right, but things are good out here in Atlanta, Gov, man. It was like 60 degrees out here today, man. Like, you know, we in between. This is that get sick weather out here in Atlanta right now. Like, in the morning, it'll be about 30-something degrees. You know, come mid-afternoon, it's 60 degrees. The weather doesn't know whether it want to be cold, whether it want to be hot. It's almost, it's almost the same as the Falcons, you know what I mean? Yep, I hear you, man. We've actually been having not quite that warm, but we've been about, you know, upper 40s, right around 50 up here, the same thing, kind of getting sick weather. But for us, you know, I mean, the cold weather's just right around the corner, so this is like a heat wave for us. But, hey, man, Big John Fisher, okay. since I got you on here, man, um, I, I uh-huh. want to kind of let the folks, because I know there's a lot of people up here that listen to my show that ain't necessarily in the chat room. Tell the folks a little bit about your show that's coming up here um, after mine here in a couple hours and exactly what you do and your take on sports. 
Well, you know, we, uh, we got the cooking with the microwave show um, every Tuesday, directly following Sports Hub, right, at 10.30 Eastern. That's 9.30 Central. And that, I guess, that's 7.30 Western. Um, and pretty much, Gov, like, what I do is I bring you up to date on, I may talk about, you know, particular stories, but I bring a lot of injury insights to everything. So, you know, hey, for, for, for you guys that gamble and for you guys that play fantasy, you know, you may pick, okay, well, I'm not going to pick this team this week because this player is down or, you know, who to start or who to sit come fantasy football-wise. And we touch, about every, we, we touch on everything, Gov. And um, you know, I, we got a phone line open up, so you can call in and talk about anything you want. I don't care if you want to talk about tiddlywinks. You know, if you want to talk about tiddlywinks, you can call to the show and talk about tiddlywinks, and that's what we're going to talk about while you're on air. So um, we're trying to do big things, man. Um, I appreciate um, the fact that you always shout my show out on your show, you know, even though, uh, at, you know, during your time it's about you. Um, and you take time out of your day and out of, time out of your show to uh, big up my show. Right. And, uh, oh, 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 yeah, Grandma Eunice definitely sends her love. Oh, oh my favorite. Um, she said she misses you. Yeah, Grandma Eunice said she misses you, man. Oh, well, hey, I'll be listening for Grandma Eunice tonight and every night, Big John Fish. Hey, man, before I let you go, John Fish, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, girl, before I get out of here, I wanted to know, because um, I know you're a big-time college football fan, I wanted to know how you felt about the um, the Final Four. Do you think it's, it, it's correct? Do you think it's out of order? Or do you think it's somebody else who should have been there who isn't? What, what, what are your takings on the Final Four? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to save that for after the break because that's exactly what I was going to get into. Um, but just okay. to kind of give you a preview, I wasn't a fan of Oklahoma moving up. I do, you know, me and Jungle have been going back and forth the past couple days here. I think Michigan State deserves to be in there. But, John, let me do this. I'm going to take a break, bro. I'm going to come back, and I'm going to get into that real deep. So I want to thank you for calling, and you call back anytime, bro. Do your thing, Governor, man. I love you, bro, and I love right. the show, man. You keep doing things, man. You're headed for big things, bro. Shout right, out to you Minnesota. Too. Peace, John. All right, John Fisher, ladies and gentlemen. I love it, I love it, I love it. The first call into Sports Done Right. Yes. All right. We're going to take our first break with Cake. I will survive. Gov will be right back after this.
break me with desire Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh God, I, I will survive Yeah, as long as I know how to love I know I'll be alive I've got all my life to live I've got all my love to give I will survive I will survive Of my broken heart And I've spent oh so many nights Just feeling sorry for myself I used to cry But now I hold my head up high And you see me with somebody new I'm not that stupid little person Still in love with you And so you thought you'd just drop by And you expect me to be free But now I'm saving All my loving for someone who's loving me Oh, now go walk out the door Just turn around Now you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, now To live, I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive. Yeah, a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, 
You download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, what up, what up? That's right. Back in the saddle again with your sports governor, Vince Wright. Coming to you live and direct from the Situation Room at the Executive Mansion. I would like to say what is going on to a couple new members in the House of Representatives, also known as the Chat Room. First off, stand and please acknowledge Ronald Cameron, the representative from Duluth, Minnesota. He goes by RC. What's up, Ronald? Fan favorite here, of course. Playing on the home team. And, of course, the man from, from Alabama. You know him, you love him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to give it up for T from Huntsville, otherwise known as That Ninja. What's up, Ninja? Absolutely, absolutely, Ninja. What's going down, my brother? All right, all right. Well, let's get to it, folks. Again, the dial-in number 651. 651- Nine six eight zero one two four. Kind of shoot me a quick little note, maybe in the chat room. I can prepare. Oh, here we go. Let's see what we got. Sports done right. Who do we got on the line? Glenn Sakalaka, Chief Rocker. What's going on, my brother? Up there in that cold industrial call, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, Vern, Vern, Vern. Ladies and gentlemen, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker from the deep down uh, uh, soils of Georgia, Atlanta, GA. Jersey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm just chilling, man. You know, getting ready for my little trip I'm about to take Thursday, man. Heading on up there by D.C. area, man. Uh, outside there, uh, you know, in Maryland, you know, check out some people and uh, have a good time, you know. That's about it, man. Uh, right. so, well, that sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, hey, yeah. Jersey, since I got you on the line, man, let me let me ask you this. Um, obviously, Ohio State didn't make it into the final dance. But uh, they're going down to the Fiesta Bowl, if I remember correctly, against Notre Dame. Um, what are your early thoughts on that matchup with the Fighting Irish on New Year's Day? Uh, before I get to that matchup, man, first of all, man, Ohio State should be in the Final Four, man. Because if you look at it, okay, Michigan State beat us. Yeah, they're there. But Oklahoma, they had the baddest loss besides Alabama in the whole Final Four. You know, how the hell you lose to uh, Texas, you know, and you're in there. I mean, they just shot up, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the Buckeyes, man, they should never hold their head down because they know they're supposed to be in there defending champs. How defending champs? Somebody had won 27 games in a row, you know, got knocked off by three points. You know, they're not in the Final Four. Tell me that, Vince. You're a Big Ten, man. Tell me. Well, it, you know, they they definitely got a case to be made. I, You know, I thought, you know, obviously with Michigan State with the victory, I thought everything, you know, rolled out the way it should. But I think that the, this is the exact reason that this needs to be expanded to eight teams, shut it down, because, I mean, imagine if we just had another four teams. Obviously, Ohio State would be in there. 
Uh, maybe Notre Dame right. would still be a top eight team. You know, this, you know, they may be playing in the quarterfinal at the Fiesta Bowl. And, you know, I think this proves my point exactly. Take it to eight teams, Jersey. Don't expand it past that because, you know, ESPN's going to start wanting to get in their little money-grubbing hands all over this thing and, and try and expand it and do all kinds of crazy crap with it. But if you keep it at eight teams, teams like Ohio State, you know, Texas tie our man in the chat room, uh, you know, he's a big Notre Dame fan. His team would probably be in there. But um, I hear you, man. You know, I I hear you. I don't have a lot to say against an Ohio State being in there. Right. Hey, but um, as far as that Notre Dame, uh, Ohio State, man, that's going to be a classic game because both of them had their fans travel. So it ain't going to be like one team have more fans than others because they both going to fill up that Fiesta Bowl, man. Uh, I look at it like this, man. Notre Dame is going to be healthy because the only injuries they have, them guys will be back. Uh, Ohio State should be at full strength, man. It's just going to be a knock and shock and robot type game. And I hope 12 Gage get a chance to play because you're going to need his presence against that Notre Dame defense. But that Notre Dame defense, man, against bigger quarterbacks, they have problems sometimes bringing them down. So if 12 Gage play, man, he can throw that ball deep. And um, sometimes that Notre Dame defensive backfield, even though I like Notre Dame, they're like a secondary team. I always like to go there as a childhood kid. But uh, uh, we can beat that defensive backfield if we had a quarterback that can throw it down the field. And like Nick just said one day, man, Barrett's a good quarterback, but he don't have the arm as 12-gauge has, man. So it's going to be a good one, man. I don't going to pull it out, but it's going to be a good game, man. Yeah, I think you're right, brother. I think you're right. I'm really looking forward to that one on New Year's Eve – or New Year's Day, excuse me. Um, right. What now? Let me ask you this: What what were your takes, Jersey, on the uh, championship game with Iowa and Michigan State? What did you think of that game? I think um, Kurt Ferris, the coach. I think he's not a uh, river goat, a uh, river boat gambler, man, because he could have gambled a lot of um, different moves. Even though I was partying that night, but I had two big screens in my VIP section, so I was like watching both games and then you know trying to entertain too. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, uh, I quit a lot of the game before my people got there. But um, he's not a little boat gambler, man. He was supposed to come out there and take every chance as possible to try to make Michigan State play downhill. He didn't do that. They got, they lost at the end of the game, you know, because whenever you let Michigan State stay in the game, they find a way to pull it out. You know, uh, ask uh, Michigan about that. But anyway, you know, uh, Michigan State gone. Um, but I don't think Michigan State going to stand a chance. I think they're going to get taken out easily. And uh, I look at Clemson and uh, Bama in the final game, man. And um, I look at Clemson beating them, man, because Bama cannot play an aggressive quarterback like um, Clemson going to throw at them. So it's going to be a Clemson year of going undefeated and having that great year. And, you know, Doug from the TDSS show, uh, he's going to be – um, high up on the hog then, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be screaming Clemson, even though he got about 50 teams like you and uh, the Zen Master Jungle oh, Brother. okay. Had, you know there saying? we go. There we go. <laughs> you don't have to throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, another thing, another thing, you know, not to get off of college football. Another thing, you know my Giants come up there in two weeks, right? Oh, we waiting for them, man. Yeah, we're going to get on hey, that. We'll get on that. Don't worry. We got plenty of time, Jersey, to talk about your sorry-ass Giants. Trust me. 
Okay, okay. Well, you know, they sorry. You're all sorry, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, <laughs> right. that can't even that can't even bust a great night about now, man. Better yet, you know, trying to bust a win out. You know, so. Yeah. Jersey, I'm, yeah. I'm looking through the, um, on the other side of the booth here. I got the uh, first lady. Um, she's uh, eating she a little salad. How you doing, first lady? Angie right? Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, eating that salad, but she's laughing at you, man, because she knows that these giants are full of crap. Uh, okay, okay. Well, we're going to see. You know what I'm saying? I see you're a smuggler put a bottle up. I guess, man, you're going to have to put a bottle up to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll get on that. Um, hey, Jersey, and again, you're listening to Sports Done Right with Vince Wright, the sports governor, uh, Spreaker.com, every Tuesday night at 730 you can dial us at 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. Now, Vern, if that playoff was expanded to eight teams, here are the second four teams. And tell me about okay. some of the matchups we would have. Uh, obviously, we'd have Iowa, who's sitting at number five, Stanford, number right. six, your Buckeyes, you and Ninjas, Ohio State Buckeyes at number seven, and Notre Dame at number eight. And man, if you added them four teams to this mix, boy, watch out. Oh yeah, that would be silly. And I, you know, how do Ohio State move down and they win? I, I don't understand that. And Iowa had a weaker schedule left. How they number six and we number seven? You know that committee is something, man. You know what I think the committee is like that because Jim Smith, Ohio State athletic director, is the chairman of the board of the um, the um, basketball tournament. And I think a lot of uh, them guys in the committee for football don't like how he probably did their schools, you know what I'm saying? So it's payback time, you know. There's a lot of pro- it's a lot of politics politics going on in this here football thing. But that's all right. They they make it to four. Oh, I'm still not even worry about four. Next year, man, we got all these young boys that's gonna be playing next year that didn't get that opportunity to play that much this year. I mean grade eight talent vets that was on the bench that we haven't seen or heard from. But next year they'll be ready. And all everybody gotta do is learn from this year and just go out there and play decent ball and, and stop, you know, trying to play pity pat. And just go out there and blow my blow people out. You almost had me. I, I was thinking I was on the bottom to the top, so you know when I was gonna do something bad. So you know, I caught myself, and I didn't even have to edit me. All right. Well, let me first stop before we continue with the Chief Rocker jersey, Vern. We got my main man, and he is gonna be the main correspondent this week. He is from Minnesota. He is a Vikings fan, but for the past ten years, Phoenix has been home for the Fix It Man. We call him Big Game James. Welcome, James Fuller. What up, James? And let me ask you this, because RC had a very interesting comment. I don't know if you can see it in the chat room, Chief Ryan. Yeah, I see it. I see yeah, it. yeah, the Giants will win the East, but uh, he doesn't think uh, or have nothing for my Vikings. And he's right about that. Uh, you know, <laughs> how do you think the Giants uh-huh. are going to do? Well, you know, RC, the initial stand for uh, uh, Crown Royal backwards, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, he must have been sipping tonight. But, uh, RC, I'm going to tell you like this, right? I know you're dedicated, you, James, for, even though James putting up Cardinals, and, you know, Vince, the first lady. I know y'all are diehard Minnesota Viking fans. But I'm going to tell you something. Remember the game where you came to the Maryland's, Randy, Randy Amos, Vince Carter, uh, see, what was that, um, quarterback was that happened? It was Randall Cunningham. And you know how we blew you out in the playoffs, man? 44 to zip. So just think about that. 
And just think about when we come to Minnesota, we're going to be hungry because ODB, he liked the cold weather, man. He didn't got adapted to it, you know, because you're going to get pretty cold up in New York. So I don't care how cold it is in Minnesota, your defensive backs better have heat warmers in their shoes because he's going to toast them. Oh, okay. Well, only one thing needs to be said, Jersey, because this is what's going to happen to your boys. You got knocked the fuck out, man. That's what I got to say about that. Absolutely, man, brother. You said sound effects, man, but I like that guy. Hey, man, you got a great show, man. You got it going on, man. And, um, hey, man, one thing um, Big Fish forgot, man, uh, tomorrow night, man, it's the Bottom to the Top show, man, coming on after the Jungle Brother and his yes, um, super all-star lineup is, across the board, you know. So, so make sure correct, y'all yeah. um, stay tuned tomorrow, you know. Yeah, and one thing, Jersey, here, before I let you go here, man, um, tell the folks real quick about your show, what time you're going to be on, where they can find you on Spreaker.com, and where they can follow you at on Spreaker as well. Okay, so on Spreaker.com, it's going to be under John Fisher, but it's going to say the bottom to the top show. Uh, it's a new show with me and Michael Ray, John Fisher. You know, uh, we just trying to get that thing going, man, so uh, one day we can be as big as the governor, you know. Um I, you know, we got a little work to do. We got a little brushing up to do. We're about to start doing some things when the new year come around. So, you know, we're going we gonna to definitely jazzy it up a little more. And, uh, God, we're going to be surprised with what we bring to the table come the new year, man. You know, they said 2016, that's the year that you do it all. We're doing it all with vengeance, man. All right. Well, you heard him, Chief Rocker Jersey Vern. Hey, Jersey, man, I appreciate you calling in, man. It, it, you know, it's not a show without hearing from the Chief Rocker himself. And, Jersey, I'm going to send you out with one of your favorite songs, brother. You have a good night. Hey, you doing the same, I'm out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Jersey Vern. Yes, indeed. Jersey Vern, Jersey Vern. My main man from Atlanta, Georgia. He is one of the coolest guys you will ever meet. I'm so glad we got to meet him, me and the first lady down there in Georgia. Um, We are at 37 minutes past the hour, 37 minutes into the show. We are Sports Done Right. I am the Sports Governor Vince Wright. You are listening to me live and direct from the Situation Room in the Executive Mansion. I got the first lady on the other side of the glass. She's tuned in as well. She's taking care of some business, and we hope to get her on this side of the glass, maybe in the second hour, to give her takes on a couple things, because I know everybody loves hearing from Miss Angie right out there. But before we go to the the next break here, there is one thing that I did want to touch on, and that was uh, Michigan State and do they belong, do they not belong, in the playoffs. First off, they definitely do belong, okay? Michigan State came up from number five to number three when they beat Iowa last Saturday in the championship game. Now, Jungo out there in his uh, uh, on his show and in some earlier chats on other shows was talking about how Iowa basically manhandled Michigan State 
um, where I got to disagree with my secretary of sports information, Jungle Brother, is is that both defenses really dominated. It was a very low-scoring game up until that last touchdown. I mean, Iowa was up 12-9 to um, in the fourth quarter. So in terms of that, nah, I don't think so. Oh, before I continue very quick, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for K3000 and our main man, the big one, Tank Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely. Yes. Got to give it up for our boys. All right. All right. So back to where we were at. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on Sports Done Right. Really appreciate it. Um, Michigan State does belong there, folks. They do. Okay. Yes, they needed a miracle play to beat Michigan. We know that. But they got the miracle play and they won the game. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Is that guy supposed to catch the ball and go, oh, I don't want to win this game and drop it? Hell no. Okay, so yeah, they got lucky against Michigan, but they won the game. They obviously went down to Ohio State, and we know what they did down there. They, they for as, as you know, all intents and purposes, dominated Ohio State on their field with two backup quarterbacks, people. I mean, to go down to Columbus and not only beat, in my opinion, the number one team at that time in the country, in their house, the way that Michigan State did with two backup quarterbacks? Nah, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They belong, y'all. They belong. Um, you know, so yeah, they, they come back a 22-play drive that takes over nine minutes in the fourth quarter to win that football game. And let me tell you, if that running back does not extend his arm and get in that end zone, who knows? Because the way Iowa's defense was playing, they may have can't come up with the fourth and goal stop, man. So I thought that was a classic Big Ten championship game. I don't necessarily need these scores, you know, these uh, 45 to 42 scores or, you know, 38-32 or whatever it is. This game was good from start to finish. It showed why the Big Ten is back in terms of overall conference um, relevancy. And this is why the Sports Gov, to be quite honest, is, is doing this show because I want the Big Ten love to get out there because we are coming up. And, I, and, you know, arguably, some people said we may have even passed the SEC this year. And that's right. It's been said. So, you know, we can get into that after the break as well, people. What do you think, Big Ten fans? How do you feel about your conference? Hit me up. 651-968-0124. Hit me up in a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to take a quick musical break. We're trying to keep this on track here. We're going exactly two hours right up to 930 tonight. And then we have Cooking with the Microwave. You heard him call in. He was the first official caller on Sports Done Right. In terms of calling into the show, Texas Ty was the one, was the first caller overall on the show when we called him. But I love it. Hey, man, if you are on Spreaker.com using this, get that Skype thing going. Um, get yourself a phone number through Skype that you can use, and it makes this thing a whole lot easier, man, if you're trying to get audience participation. And Skype is the way to go. Love Skype. They make it easy. If you are definitely into podcasts, and check them out. All right, folks, going to take a quick little music break. We will be right back in a few minutes. Smoke them if you got them. Get them drinks refilled. Crack them fresh brews open. And Prince will take you home.
want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Executive Mansion, people. Yes, yes. Live studio audience supporting their governor of sports talk in the great state of Minnesota. That is me, Vince Wright. I am him, the sports governor. You can follow me on Spreaker.com every Tuesday night. Check out our Facebook page, Sports Done Right. W-R-I-G-H-T is the name there. And also check us out on Twitter. Follow me at the Big Smooth One. And uh-oh, we're taking a chance here. This says unknown. Hey, caller, this is Sports Done Right. Who are you? Where you calling from? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we had a wrong number or something. There we go. There we go. Anyway, folks, back at it. Um, oh, update here. NBA Cleveland 96-90 with two minutes left in the fourth quarter over Portland. Cleveland came back hard in that one. Looks like Golden State is doing it again. 25 seconds left, 130-123 over Indiana. Simply, as we said earlier, incredible what this team is doing. Houston is down by 8 to Brooklyn, 80-72. Let's see, about 11 minutes left there on um, the uh, situation uh, monitors here in the situation room. We're at halftime, Oklahoma City 59, Memphis 47. And first quarter, about halfway through, Denver and Orlando have just got started. The Nuggets are up 17-14 early. Late game tonight is Utah at Sacramento. That gets started at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And for you Ohio State fans, we got the Big Ten Network on. Ohio State is all over the Air Force Academy in basketball. 12 minutes left, roughly. They're up by 20, 47 to 27 over the Cadets from Colorado Springs. So that brings us back to the Big Ten here. Uh, A couple things that we're going to do is get into a little gopher talk. Go. We're going to spell it out for you now. Spells Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey, Gophers. Unfortunately, that rouser is probably the best part of the athletic program at the University of Minnesota right now. The Gophers are going to the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, God, help me. Definitely one of the low points of the Gopher football program. 
a program that has been in existence for over 100 years, and to have to accept this bowl at 5-7. and seven. And, you know, for all the people out there, all these old people that just want a good effort, these are the same people that just want all their kids to have trophies, you know, as they're playing youth sports. And, you know, oh, it was just the college try and this and that. Man, this is a bunch of BS. This is a bunch of BS. And I say this as the sports governor fiscally to Beth, the uh, interim director of athletics over there. Um, if the University of Minnesota loses money on this bowl game, they should be disbanded. Because there's no way they should even have taken this bowl game, should have wrapped the season up, should have made it known they were not interested. But here we go again. So they're off to Detroit. I did post an article on Sports Done Right that was actually pretty interesting because as much as I'm dogging this bowl game right now, in terms of the player swag bags, they actually give out one of the better ones and probably one of the more better ones than a lot of the top tier bowls. So check that out on Sports Done Right on Facebook. Uh, scroll down. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So Tracy Clays also announced that, um, let's see here, tight end coach Bob Reeves or Rob Reeves will serve as offensive coordinator. While offensive quality control uh, person Nate Griffin will coach the tight ends. Offensive graduate assistant Trevor Olson and special teams uh, quality control Jay Nunez will coach the offensive line. And offensive graduate assistant Adam Weber, he's a, a former Gopher quarterback and actually the Gophers all-time leading quarterback, I believe, in yards. He stuck around all four years. Um, Adam Weber will be uh, coaching as well, and he'll be coaching the quarterbacks. And that should be interesting. Uh, Adam Weber, he was drafted by Dallas. He spent a couple years out there before he came back here. So uh, that's what's going on there. Tracy Clays has got a lot of things going on. So much for continuity of a program, which is the reason he got hired. A lot of people upset that the Gophers made that move and really are not sold on Tracy Clays and having this position, but we will see. Um I don't know. It's going to have to play out. It doesn't cost them anything to get bought out next year. It's only half a million dollars, and that's nothing. But with that being said, let's talk about some other things going on here. University of Minnesota volleyball team, the ladies, um, are on their way to the quarterfinals for the volleyball tournament against Illinois. Yes, indeed. Great job. Great job. And very proud of them as well. The you know this volleyball team is doing great things up here at the University of Minnesota. So hats off to them. We're very proud of them as well. Um, also, University of Saint Thomas over in Saint Paul. They are playing um, in the national semifinals for Division Three. If they win, they go down to the Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl for the Division Three national championship in Salem, Virginia. If they do make it, ESPN3 will live stream that game on their site. So if you are local here in the Twin Cities, you're a fan of the St. Thomas Tommies um, over there, Division Three. keep an eye on it because I believe they'll probably will get to this game. So um, St. Thomas doing many, many things over there and got a bunch of money put into new facilities. And for a Division Three school, they are doing a lot of good things here. So... Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, man. Let's jump in the chat room here. I want to give everybody their due out there. We got Big Tank Murdoch 
out there talking about mighty Western Michigan. Let me, I'm going to have to do some backtracking here to see what's going on. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right. I am the Governor Vince Wright. And guess what, folks? You can call in at 651-968-0124. Again, that's 651-968-0124 on our live shows. We're also going to be looking at going live on Fridays here in the very near future, so keep an eye out for that as well. Um, I see we got the FU network in the house. I better watch my mouth and be respectful since my mother is up here in the House of Representatives. Grego says, thank you, thank you, SportsGov. Pats Nation appreciates your support. Um, Everybody's always getting on Grego. Grego's the big Patriots fan. And, you know, what can you say, man? He supports his team by and by. Gotta love it, gotta love it. Um, K3000, the Manifesto King out there as well. Everybody out there, OG Dion, obviously the Chief Rocker, Jungle, Big James, full of big game from down in the Valley of the Sun. Good things happening down there. So let's keep it moving here. Some more uh, local sports scene you may be interested in on the national scene. I'm um, talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves and a new ownership group coming into play, possibly. Um, this is from uh, Charlie Waters in the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press Dispatch, the paper, one of my uh, favorite columns. Men- the Memphis, Tennessee group headed by Grizzlies minority partner, Steve Kaplan, is now seeking to buy 30% of the Timberwolves from owner Glenn Taylor. And a little birdie says negotiations are moving along. Kaplan's group includes at least five members, but Taylor has no intention of giving up majority ownership. Plans are for Wolves forward Kevin Garnett, who intends to become a limited partner in the Wolves, to wait until after next season to acquire interest in the team, which was valued at $625 million by Forbes. Taylor bought the Wolves for $88 million in 1994. So... There you go. Plan still to get Kevin Garnett in the mix, and we will see what happens there. Um, you know, it's all up in the air, man. We'll we'll see. I do know Kevin does want to get in an ownership somewhere, and we would love to have him here. So by all means, we would love to see that go through. Uh, Charlie also writes here that uh, Trevor Plouffe from uh, the Minnesota Twins may not be here next season. So keep that on uh, on the, for you baseball fans there, something to keep an eye on. Ex-Timberwolves coach Kevin McHale, fired by Houston last month, uh, despite taking them to the Western Conference Finals, as we know. Um, he's sitting okay, people, because uh, the coach is still owed $11 million on his contract. So Houston still has to shell out 11 mil to Kevin McHale. So good for him, man. Uh, Houston was four and seven when McHale was fired. Since then, the Rockets have gone five and four. So it doesn't look like a whole bunch of things have changed there. Um, we will see. We will see. University of uh, Minnesota again. They uh, released their report on their firing of uh, their former athletic director Norwood Teague. Uh, and basically, not a whole lot really came out in this report. The guy's a jerk. They fired him. They found out they fired him, did the right thing, move on. So that's what we're going to do here on Sports Done Right as well. All right, what else is going on here that you folks may be interested in? Oh, yes, the Twins signed, um, oh, what was his name? The Korean Slugger. That's right. Uh, What's his name? What's his name? 
Young Ho Park. That's it. The Korean uh, slugger there. He's going to wear number 52. Uh, big, big guy. Has a big bat. We'll see if that translates over to Major League Pitching. Um, but again, we will take a look at that when baseball season comes. But that was a major signing for the Twins because they signed him to a $12 million contract. So not necessarily small change there as well. Um, tell you what, we are going to take a break here. I was going to get into some Viking news, but we'll save that for a little later in the show. We are just over an hour. We got 57 minutes left in this show. And ladies and gentlemen, we got Cook with the microwave. John Fisher coming up right after that. Lots of stuff happening here on the Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned here. We're going to do a little old school for Vern here. We're going to go back and kick it with a little brick. My main man, the Chief Rocker, this is for you. I am Vince Wright. Keep listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, man, what can you say, people? Studio audience, dead silent coming out of that break because the Minnesota Golden Gophers are down by 18 points to South Dakota State with six minutes left in the second half. Insane. Insane. And that's why the sports governor is giving you his state of the Gopher address here in a few weeks. Gopher programs are in a little bit of turmoil considering that, oh, by the way, just a few days ago, the Gophers lost 85-81 to the University of South Dakota. That's right, folks. These tune-up games, two teams from South Dakota, the two big colleges supposedly from South Dakota, have both come into Williams Arena within four days of each other, and it looks like by tonight they are both going to leave with victories over the Big Ten University of Minnesota Gophers. Man, I need a reset on that. I can't even believe that crap. God, incredible. And oh, by the way, University of South Dakota starting five, all Minnesota kids last week when they came through here a few days ago. So um, Ohio State doing their thing again. Rutgers is up on Central Connecticut State by a good margin. Uh, Looks like Penn State lost to, looks like George Washington. It says GW. I assume that was who it was. And Michigan is down early to SMU. SMU has an okay squad, so that can be an interesting game. SMU um, is up 19-13 with seven minutes left in the first half. And again, lots of stuff going on there. Uh, No real hockey news tonight. Wild coming off a loss last night. Blackhawks won the other night. The only two teams I even like really talking about. Um, Again, Cleveland won over Portland tonight, 105-100. It is a final. Golden State keeps the unbeaten streak alive, 131-123 over the Pacers. Brooklyn, with three and a half minutes left, is up 99-91 on Houston, 79 53 Oklahoma City up big on the Memphis Grizzlies. And we got Orlando and Denver tied at 26 up in the Mile High City. So there you go. Go for sports. What can we say? Uh, Ladies are doing all right. Men's issues continue. Um, And I know folks up out there, again, who probably aren't in the chat room have wanted me to talk about uh, the Gopher fan reaction and lack of fans showing up at the basketball games. We'll get into that a little bit more next week. I want to oh, want to say what up to my brother-in-law, Jeff. What up, Jeff? Jeff has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. The brother-in-law and younger brother, the First Lady Angie Wright. Yes, indeed. All right, so anyway, back to what we were saying there. Gopher program in disarray. Uh, hockey arena half full, basketball arena that's half full. And normally you can understand that with non-conference games, but they've also been empty for conference games. Big Ten hockey conference is not working out at all for a go for hockey. We'll get into that on a future date for all the, the local listeners who've been wanting to talk about that. And again, who knows, maybe folks can start calling in then 
If they want to talk about that, again, we got a new number. You can call into the show, 651-968-0124. Now, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor here on Spreaker.com. Follow us on Facebook, um, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T is the group name. Uh, go there. We will vote, let you in. You can do all kinds of postings in the, in the chat groups there and then post all kinds of fun stuff. You can also follow your governor, Vince Wright, at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one on Twitter. And I will get back to you. Twitter account's been blowing up. And now that we got the call-in number, we've had a couple great calls tonight from Big John Fisher kicking us off early in the show. And, of course, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker, the first lady was on the floor when Jersey was calling because what can you say is Jersey, man? So loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. All right, Big Ten basketball. Let's talk a little bit about that here as uh, we move from football, folks. Um, you know, obviously, they're going to be in practice mode here, getting ready for these ball games that are coming up in a, in a few weeks. So let's turn our attention to basketball. That's what I wanted to get into a little bit earlier, because guess what? Basketball season, in terms of the conference, is right around the corner. Big Ten power rankings are out from the BigTenNetwork.com. I really haven't taken a chance to, to really get into this too much, but let's take a look, see what they got here. They have Michigan State, number one. Um, it just says here, there's no way around this one. Michigan State has already faced adversity, excuse me, adversity with injuries in November and is playing the best basketball in the country. They are the only March-ready team in the country. There you go. Number two, and finally, these folks are happy football seasons over. It's the universe, or excuse me, Purdue University. Although the Boilermakers continue to develop and evolve as pieces come together, this is one of the most complete teams in the country as it has Final Four potential. Wow. So early on here, looks like we're going to have to keep an eye out on the Purdue Boilermakers. And that's good because with their football team really sucking since Drew Brees has left, basketball is really all Purdue gots right now. So good for them. Maryland comes in at number three. We have yet to see Maryland's best. Rashid Suleiman and Robert Carter Jr. seem to be comfortable but they are seriously missing the glue and leadership that Des Wells provided. So stay tuned. Let's see what the Terrapins can do. They're always in the mix. They're always well coached, and we'll see what happens. And look at this. Number four, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Says depth would be nice for the Hawkeyes, but starting four seniors and one junior puts significant poise, experience, and balance on the front floor, or excuse me, on the floor for the majority of the game. Foul trouble could be an issue. However, this team has been impressive so far. They are 6-2. and two. Indiana's number five. Um, just talks about them being optimistic on um, the way they play their offense down there. Wisconsin's number six. Northwestern, seven. Michigan, eight. Nebraska, nine. Illinois is 10. Penn State, 11. Ohio State is 12. And I'll just read here as I know we got our Buckeye fans out there in the chat room. It says they will be a completely different team in February than it is today. In the meantime, the Buckeyes need to play with energy and enthusiasm to maintain their competitive edge. We flip over. Number 13 out of 14, your Minnesota Golden Gophers. Says here from BigTen.com, as I've mentioned in previous weeks, depth is a big issue for the Gophers. Amen to that. As the core group gets comfortable with defensive rotations and getting easy baskets off of turnovers. 
This team will gradually become more and more competitive and relevant uh, as the season moves on. We'll see because uh, they are losing tonight and probably will lose tonight as well. And bringing up the uh, Big Ten basement on the power rankings right now is the Rucker Scarlet Knights. That's right. There's no way around it. Eddie Johnson is building a program from the ground up and doing so in the best conference in the country. The goal will be to get each and every player to buy into the difficult and challenging process. Amen there. So good luck to him out there in Rutgers. Hey, it's a tough conference, and as you heard, it's the best one in the country, and I definitely agree with that. Big Ten basketball, we, we take a lot of pride in that in this part of the country, in our conference. And, man, well, what can we say? We're just... You know, I grew up on Big Ten basketball. We had such colorful coaches as I was growing up. And I know Big Game James remembers uh, when Michigan State and Vern, uh, maybe uh, Ohio State. But uh, when Michigan State had, a, you know, Jed Heathcote and, you know, you had Bobby Knight, obviously, at Indiana. And, you know, you had Gene Cady down at Purdue and Dr. Tom Davis down at Iowa. You had some real characters as coaches in this part of the country. Um, you know, it and the thing is, basketball means a lot to people here. means a lot. So, All right, folks. We're going to move on. We're going to talk Big Ten basketball in the future here a little more next week as we get um, a little bit closer to that Big Ten schedule. But, again, Gophers are going down tonight, and um, it is not pretty over at Williams Arena, folks, as um, – uh, 7860 or excuse me 80 to 62 with two minutes and 44 seconds left in the game all right folks again you can dial us up at 651-968-0124 we're going to get into some nfl talk we're going to get in vikings talk um very very difficult game to watch last weekend with seattle folks man I cannot believe how Seattle just came in here and slicing and dicing, and boy, they really just put it on Minnesota. Um, we'll talk Teddy Bridgewater. He's starting to get some a little bit of heat from the media. I think everybody needs to cool their jets, even though I'm not really a fan of them gloves that he wears. Um, I, I just I don't get that in terms of getting a grip on the ball, but I'm not an NFL quarterback. I don't pretend to know this stuff, but it would seem interesting, especially as they go down to Arizona here. Uh, this Thursday, he's going to be inside. I wonder if he's going to stick with the glove on the hand, on the throwing hand, I should say. I don't care what he does with his non-throwing hand. I just think it was a little odd to uh, see that, um, you know, on the throwing hands. You don't see that. I think he may be the only quarterback that wears a glove on his throwing hand. So, all right, we'll see if we can get the first lady in here as well. She's out there trolling, I'm sure. Uh, let's go to the chat room here. You know, I've been kind of busy throwing up all this other stuff here. Let's see what's going down. Jeff says, what up to Vern, the Chief Rocka? Um, let's see. Kid from Chaska played for Omaha and lit the Gophers up for 25. Yeah, that's the thing, man. A lot of people lighten Gophers sports up. Oh, Tank Murdoch says, what does it spell? That was probably during the Minnesota Rouser. Um, the FU Network says, great show so far. Good to hear a real sports show here on Spreaker. I'll check you out next time. Got to go to work. Okay, well, cool. Thank you, uh, FU Network, a very <laughs> colorful uh, 
pitcher there as, as well. OG Dion, my main man, is in here as well. We appreciate everybody. Of course, Big Game James is in here. If Patino doesn't get us an attorney, fire him. And, you know, that may happen sooner rather than later. The problem is, is that who comes next, Big Game James? Who comes next? A lot of talk here in Minnesota about the Gopher program and, you know, what type of program is this? How is this job looked at nationally? And do uh, the Minnesota residents have a overinflated view of their job or of their, their uh, head coaching jobs here in terms of football and basketball? You know, we want it all. But to, to get the right coach, to get these uh, fits, you know, like, you know, Shaka Smart um, out in uh, Virginia Commonwealth before he went over to Texas. And, you know, to find that diamond in the rough coach like that is a real, a real hard thing to do, man. So what can you say? We are an hour and 20 minutes in. Wow, we're almost getting down to the home stretch of Sports Done Right. Loving it, loving it. And again, you can call us at 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124 gets you through to the governor of Minnesota. Oh, man, lots of good things happening. Lots of good things happening with Sports Done Right. And I am so happy um, to, again, be part of this uh, fun show meeting new people we got the house of representatives out there lots of good things going on i'm just very happy to be doing this and just keep supporting us we're going to grow this show and lots of good things going on um speaking of go for basketball one good thing um that did come out of this here um this week after his game uh against clemson jordan murphy was named the freshman of the week there as well so uh, good job for him, but boy, the Gophers are hurting tonight as South Dakota State has come in here and just put it on us. And hard times for Coach Patino in Minnesota, boy, hard times. It is It is definitely going to get a lot uglier after these two losses. And they still have a couple other games coming up here to finish out their uh, non-conference schedule. Uh, who knows what can happen here. So, mm, mm, mm. Gopher Ladies Volleyball Team will be playing at 5 o'clock this Friday. So, again, they will be playing uh, Illinois in the NCAA tournament. So, good luck to them. They have a 21-12 and 12 overall record. So, all right, folks. We are going to liven it up a little bit. We're going to do a little rock and roll Motley Crue style. Motley Crue is in town here tonight. I saw them on their last tour through town, me and the First Lady with some friends of ours. The Gov likes to throw down a little rock and roll guitar, a little, you know, get it going. And Motley Crue, honestly, one of my favorite bands. So in honor of their final tour, their last show supposedly in Minneapolis, Minnesota, going on right now as we speak, we are going to do a little Dr. Feel Good. We are going to come back from break. We are going to get into the last, oh, about 35 minutes of Sports Done Right tonight. Then we're going to kick it over to the microwave. You are listening to Vince Wright on Sports dot, sports, sports Done Right. Again, call in number 651-968-0124. That will get you through to the Sports Governor of Minnesota on Spreaker.com. Keep it tuned here, folks.
Sports Governor here, and we'll soon be joined by the First Lady, Angie Wright. Very excited, very excited for her to join us as well. Half hour, and we got cooking with the microwave coming up next, and who knows, Grandma Eunice from Jamaica Ma may be joining us, and we would love to hear from Grandma Eunice. I think she come from way around the grill, somewhere around there, man. And she probably got some of the best herbs on the island from what I hear. I do not know. I do not partake. But, you know, we love Grandma Eunice. So that's about as good as a Jamaican accent as I can get for you, John Fisher. But anyway, um, thank you. Sports Done Right. You can call in 651-968-0124 every Tuesday night. We are live. And uh, we'll probably be doing that Friday night show here as well. Keep an eye on the Sports.Right page as well on Facebook and Spreaker as I drop my little shows, what I call my deep thoughts. So we are waiting for Miss Angie Wright to pop in here. She uh, wants to talk a couple. Oh, here we go. I know this number. I know this number. Talk to me, sir. Who do we got on the line? This is is. Big game, James from Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, big game, James. What's up, man? How are you, Joe? How you doing, Governor? We got a big game this week. Oh, man. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Now, let me ask you, man. Does your home state blood get going for the purple? Or has your transplanted desert blood kicked in? Who are you rolling with this weekend, big game, James? Well, this is always a hard game for me. I mean, I still have so many roots back there in Minnesota, but um, I've been out here a long time, and one of the reasons why I love the Cardinals is from Larry Fitzgerald and he's from our hometown. But um, I'm going to live with the Cardinals, man. I mean, I I like what they've been doing with the ownership. I've seen some changes from the time I've got here to, to where they're at now. The, the ownership has done their job is putting a, a team together that's going to be competitive all every year. So I really enjoy what they've done. So I'm definitely rolling with the Cardinals. A um, couple, couple stats kind of stand out here that we that we need to all look at. Oh well, go right ahead, sir. Uh, the governor gives you the floor. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell everybody now. Don't think about this one maybe in a, a high scoring affair because uh, Minnesota's coming in with the sixth ranked defense in the league as well as Arizona got the eighth-ranked defense in the league, and I think it's going to be on display on Thursday night on a short week. So I don't think we're going to see a big number on the board. 
But the one thing that I got to ask you, Governor, I mean, what's going on with Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, they got the 31st rank offense in the league. Well, brother, um, it's it's been a hot topic all day here. If uh, you follow some of the other shows, uh, Real Cast on Spreaker.com, we've been talking about this all day. Um, you know, I was talking with my main man, Jungle Brother, earlier about this, and he brought up a very good point. He says, you know, don't expect too much from Teddy Bridgewater. Kind of he is who he is. You know, he's not going to be that guy that, that's throwing them bombs, you know, 50, 60 yards down the sidelines. And kind of what we see is what we get. He's, you know, he moves the team along. Um, you know, James, I, I really don't know. I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. I think the offense that Mike Zimmer is running needs to be questioned a little bit more, too, because there's a lot of uh, kind of dinking and doinking passing. And, you know, we go out and we sign, you know, uh, Wallace from Miami and get him in here. And, you know, I mean, this guy caught two passes last week. But before that, he hadn't caught a pass, brother, since I can't remember. So, you know, the the Vikings are, are lucky to be 8-4 and four where they are right now. There are some issues. And um, it sounds like, actually, Teddy Bridgewater uh, had a meeting in the principal's office I was reading in the paper today where uh, he had a, a quick meeting with uh, Coach and the offensive coordinator and supposedly uh, Coach Zimmer didn't comment too much on it, James, but um, I, I think people got to kind of chill out a little bit on, on Bridgewater. I think he's doing a good job. I'm not sure about this two-glove thing. I've, I, you know, I haven't seen that before with a quarterback who wears a glove on his throwing hand, but you know, I, you know, I'm willing to roll with him, man. I like, I like Bridgewater. What do you think? Well, I, I kind of been trying to think about that, and you know what? The coordinator there, that's Norv Turner, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, and Norv Turner, you know what? He has a lot of control over the offense. And I don't know if they're they're holding him back or if they just are putting, you know, saying just don't lose the game. I don't know if that's what they're doing with this kid. But, you know, I think he has a lot of weapons that aren't, aren't used at all. I, I like that tight end, Rudolph. I think he's a Pro Bowl player. But, I mean, they're not – they got this new kid. I like the new kid, the speedster, number 14. He's nice. I like him. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that offensive coordinator, he's going to have to let loose because um, – if they're going to come down here to Arizona with the 31st defense, uh, offense in the league, they're going to get smacked in the mouth. <laughs> Very well said, brother. Very well said, and I tend to agree. So, uh, James, what else is going on down there in the Valley of the Sun, man? You been uh, checking out your sons at all? Uh, the Suns team is an interesting team to watch. Um, Jeff Hornacek, you know, being the coach, and we all know how Jeff was the running gun this Let's fire that ball up and see how many points we can get. Um, Tyson Chandler's been out for the last last two games. He hurts, but he's our veteran leadership, so we really need him to be on these on the court with these young boys. But uh, it's another rebuilding year for the Suns. I say next year is going to be something a little bit better for them. Uh, a lot of nice pieces, but um, still young. We still got some uh, with dissension in the crew with the uh, the one twin. Don't want to play without his brother, and he's all upset, wants to go. And so I think if they get rid of that cancer, I think uh, you know their team will have a better shot. 
But otherwise than that, the Suns, one more rebuilding year for them. Hey, good, good to hear, good to hear. Um, let me throw it back to the Cardinals for a minute because um, my brother-in-law, and oh, by the way, it is a final, by the way, James, South Dakota State 84, your Minnesota Golden Gophers 70. <laughs> well, Coach Patino, uh, well, baby, Coach Patino. Like I said in the chat room, you know, I'm – I know his dad is one hell of a coach, but, uh, you know, the young kid, you know, you can't live off the dad's reputation. You got to go out there and get the job done. So we'll see. I mean, you know, he's had a couple, he's had a couple years now, Vince. We've watched him. We've watched the people he's brought in. James, it's, it's, a, it's um, you know, it's a very odd, odd time to be a gopher athletic fan. Um, outside of football, but um, they are not getting anybody to these basketball games. The hockey arena's half filled. Nobody's really buying into this Big Ten hockey schedule thing. Uh, weird times going on over on campus, man, at the University of Minnesota. So um, South Dakota State, you know, is supposed to be kind of the king of the horizon league. Uh, they are Division One, by the way. But, man, uh, to lose, like I said, within four days to lose to South Dakota and South Dakota State at home, boy, I, I haven't seen that in my time as a Gopher fan. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't have them boys ready to play, that's for sure. They should have came out gung-ho against uh, South Dakota State. Well, so uh, South Dakota State, they went to the tournament last year, right? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, and, you know, um, uh, South Dakota State, um, I, you know, I listened to some of the uh, sports talk earlier here on lunch um, and when I was at work, and South Dakota State's a real deal team, you know, um, in terms of their league, they're, they're up there, uh, they battle with North Dakota State, um, uh, that Horizon League, I think is what it is, I, but, um, you know, they're, they're a solid squad, man, and that's exactly what they talked about. On, a, on the shows, they talked about the Gophers' uh, lack of enthusiasm, just kind of basically, you know, probably just blowing this team over. And all of a sudden, now you got two losses to two teams from South Dakota, of all places. Exactly. That's, he didn't have them kids ready to play. Let's hope he hasn't lost this team so early in the season. But, um, you know, the Big Ten is no joke this year when it comes to basketball. And if they play like this, I don't even see them in the upper half. I don't, I don't see oh, them in the Not even half. close, James. Yeah, it won't, it won't even be uh, close at all, big game, because, uh, you know, teams, Purdue, Michigan State, you know, teams like that, man, they're going to kill the Gophers this year. You know, and, uh, you know, the Gophers should get better, but – Man, there is just not a lot of hope out there for Gopher basketball right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me well, give a shout-out before hey, I get off the phone with you here. Um, I want to give a shout-out to KG. I saw a stat this week that he became the, uh, what, defensive uh, rebounding his, uh, in NBA history, the most defensive rebounds in NBA history this week. So I want to give shots up to KG. I know me and you, Big Zidden. I think he may have been at the uh, at the stadium when they drafted that kid. Yeah, man. You know, we've been over to a T Wolves game or two, and um, you know, it was nice to see him get that uh, old school throwdown dunk last night. You know, uh, they you know they really blew that game again against the Clippers. The Clippers just have their number. You know, the Timberwolves always seem to play them close right up until the end, and they always find a way to lose to the L.A. Clippers. But, again, it was a good game last night. 
Um, not not uh, as much of a full crowd as you thought it would be with uh, the Clippers coming through town. But again, uh, you know they're they're learning. Uh, Sam Mitchell's making it interesting here because what's going on here now is he's been getting a little lippity with the uh, local press here. So now the uh, press conferences that he has have kind of become a little showing themselves. So people always lining up to hear what Sam Mitchell has to say next. But I think he's doing an all right job. We'll see. They got a young club. We'll see what he's going to be able to do. I, I actually could see them fighting for a playoff spot, maybe that you know that eight or seven spot. They might get there. But as long as he um, keeps these boys playing and, and KG stays healthy, I think they got a shot. Well, one thing. Oh, and let me bring it back to football for just a second, James, before we we, we let you go. Uh, Big Jeff wanted to bring up Michael Floyd. Obviously, another mini, uh, Minneapolis kid, uh, Creighton-Durham Hall, where uh, Dylan, uh, my nephew, goes to school. Um, he's, he looks like he's having an all right year, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on Michael Floyd. Well, I mean, the kid came back. He hurt his hand. He hurt his hand at the beginning of the season. And you would kind of think that the past stuff that we dealt with Michael Floyd is he got an injury and he was just down for the count. We couldn't count on him. But He's actually stepped up to be a, a nice pro, you know, a pro player that he's going to, whatever injury, he's going to battle back and he's going to play just as good as before. I think he's actually, he, you could actually consider him for a, um, a Pro Bowl spot, maybe, if he keeps going the way he is. Right now, the, the whole wide receiver score, core for the, the Cardinals, I mean, they're, they're just absolutely one of the best in the league. And you know our boy Larry Cogdell was the youngest player to catch 1,000 passes in the history of the NFL. You know that, right? Yep, studio audience is on their feet for him. I love it. Yeah, man, Fitzgerald's tough. Uh, Floyd, definitely good to see the, the Minneapolis kids doing their thing, um, winding up on the same team, same position. Uh, they're both solid. You know, obviously Michael Floyd coming out of Notre Dame. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, last time Pittsburgh actually mattered in football was the teams that he was on. So great to see them doing their thing down there. Now, James, before I get you out of here, man, let me take you back. We're going to do a little rewind. One second. Now, James, most of the times you do remember how I beat you in golf, correct? I, I, I choose to take the fifth on all that stuff. <laughs> anyway, you got me the last time you were up here last summer, man. But um, I'm going to get down there, I think, this spring, hopefully sometime, so we can uh, hit the links again and uh, do our thing on the golf course. Um, James, before we get, get you out of here, any shouts out? It looks like the bar business is doing good down there again. Why don't you tell people what you're doing with your bar business down there? Oh, yeah, we're doing essential bartending services down here in Arizona. We go to a lot of the private residents around, you know, some of the nicer places, Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, some of the nicer places, and help the people entertain in their homes instead of going out there and uh, into nightclubs and stuff like that. They're able to entertain in their homes, and we're able to handle those bartending services right there for them. So we're, we're able to have a good time, and and uh, to help a lot of people as well. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very good thing. All right, man. Good to hear you. Good to hear, brother. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one of my best friends in the world, big game James. Uh, ladies used to call him the fix-it man. I won't get into that. This story for another time. But 
he is um, a good dude. And if you ever get out to Phoenix, make sure you hook up, have a drink with Big Game James, master bartender. He will definitely mix you up one of the best drinks you will ever have. And glad that the uh, bartending business is uh, taking off for you, man. Um, if right, you are, man. if you just happen to hear this show in the Phoenix area, Essential Bartending Services, hit him up, James Fuller, owner, operator, proprietor, and he is doing this thing, man. Hey, James. All right, man. Have a good night, brother. All right, brother. I'll hit you over the weekend and uh, keep doing the sports right, Governor. The First Lady's entered the chamber, James. You want to say anything to her real quick? What's up, and I can't wait to get you on that course. I've been I've been waiting for you. Keep dreaming, buddy. Keep dreaming. We're going down. <laughs> down. Oh, boy. Happy holidays to you and the kids. I miss you both, and I, I hopefully I'll see you when I'm up there in Minnesota over the, the holiday weekend. Absolutely, man. Come on through. If it's on, if you're here on the Tuesday, come on in and co-host this thing with me. All right, man. Enjoy yourself. I'll see you soon. All right, man. Have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, James Fuller, Big Game James in the house. And you have heard her lovely voice. She has uh, decided to grace us with her presence tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you the first lady, Angie Wright. How are you, sweetheart? Doing well, doing well. All right, well, Angie. I came in with some breaking news. Oh, boy, breaking news. You failed to do your research fully on the Gophers, so I need to inform you of some hot breaking news all right here we go breaking news so the gophers have a old recruit back on the table for them seth green from our own hometown of woodbury here Interesting, interesting. Uh, Seth Green, four-star quarterback recruit from East Ridge High School, which is the other high school here in Woodbury, Minnesota. So apparently, this all came out in the news yesterday. You must have been sleeping again, Governor. But oh, she, she, she is so funny. She's so funny. All right, get going. So while you were sleeping, um, what was reported is... Green uh, is now considering and was back up for a visit here to Minnesota, uh, the Gophers, as a possible uh, possible uh, place he will be playing next season. He, uh, as you know, he transferred down to Allen, Texas, and um, they are playing in the, the, I think, the semifinals this weekend for the state championship of, uh, of football down there, whatever class it is or whatever. But anyways, um, he's had kind of a rocky go down there, going from Texas football to Minnesota. He's playing okay. But he apparently uh, decommitted to Oregon. Yeah, he was all set to go to Oregon. Uh, He had visited out there, uh, loved meeting uh, Marcus Mariota and the crew. Uh, He's a good player. And obviously what kid, you know, if you're getting recruited by the likes of Oregon and some of the other big schools that wanted him as well, can't blame him. But uh, whatever the reason, he seems to have had a change of heart. And trust me, uh, Coach Tracy Clays at the University of Minnesota, 
is that this is definitely good news. Now, what I saw today earlier, because I was not sleeping, First Lady of Sports Talk, that's right. Right. Anyway, um, Tracy Clays is trying to play this a little close to the vest. Obviously, you're very happy. Uh, four-star recruit is interested in your program. But at the same time, he's trying not to show too much excitement to uh, by that giving Seth Green too much power on his side of the ball as well. So stay tuned. Um, you know, we've had a lot of people that have decommitted here recently. So this could be good news, but it's not a done deal yet. Anything else on that story there, Well, you're you're correct on the vibe. The Gophers said they would welcome Green as a part of their 2016 class. You know, you really do sound like you belong in Fargo. You're dumb. But (laughs) um, they're not not saying that it's going to make or break them, so they're playing it cool. Uh, just, Just what did the governor tell you? Exactly. You were sleeping. Though. I was not sleeping. So, uh, anywho, uh, Green will complete his uh, football career down in Allen, Texas, in the next couple weeks. He's gonna graduate uh, by the thirty first. So I would, good. I would say he's probably gonna be making a decision soon, since it says that he's gonna be enrolling in college come January. Yeah, semester. he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be one of them uh, early uh, entries in the college there. So. We're going to find out quickly if he lands at Minnesota. Uh, the way our quarterback has played this year, obviously, we'll take any quarterback prospect uh, coming along here. Uh, what else is going on there, First Lady? Since you do have the mic and we're wrapping it up here, we got about 12 minutes left before we turn it over to John with uh, Cooking with the Microwave. Big well, John Fisher. It was just nice to have you uh, let me come in the studio and wow. set you straight wow. on some breaking news. but. You know, um, my life is pretty much filled with wrapping up the year since I'm in charge of all the household activities here at the governor's mansion. We got the tree lighting ceremony tomorrow. We got the cookie bake. We got lots of fun activities coming up as as, as uh, the Christmas season does bring us into the year end. This is absolutely true. That cookie bake is phenomenal. Wind up with about four or five dozen different type of cookies to just kind of nod. Four or five dozen? We do 12 dozen. Oh. Where have you been for the last 10 years? There you go. There you go. Boy, boy. Again, sleeping at the wheel. Wow. Okay, so that's the first lady. Sounds like she's an extra from the movie in Fargo, but that's all right. I love her to death. And besides, you know, her first lady duties... She does a bang-up job as mother around here as well. So let's do this. We're going to take a very quick break. Then we're going to come back. We're going to just wrap it up here. Again, keep the number in your phone, 651-968-0124. That gets you live and direct every time we do a live show. Very happy. And Spreaker's done a bang-up job, like I said, with the Skype interface and is really This is a game changer. They've made taking calls so easy now. Um, Hats off to Spreaker, man. That's all I got to say. Anyway, little Neo, little Juicy J. We will be back after this, and we are going to wrap up Sports Done Right, and we're going to get that red carpet ready and rolled out for cooking with the microwave. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Your boy Juicy J. She bad. Yeah. In case you didn't know. See that nigga. 
Yeah. I keep me two hoes, like that nigga Jack Tripp. Uh-huh. I shoot in they face, like that boy Ridge and Miller. And I kill that pussy, like my name Jack the Rip. Right. Baby, I'm horny, and I ain't too proud of big. Instead, show me the bed, early morning, breakfast and head. And I got Tina, Tasha, and Toya, I call them the triple threat. All them bitches be soaking with this the first night them bitches met. You know, from the moment she turn around, I, she know how to back it up and drop it down. She know she want all the fellas looking at, cause they know soon as a song come on this rap, yeah, and she love. yourself when you want your sports done right you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show all right folks the very last part of the show the home stretch Man, what a fun show it's been tonight. We have had the first lady on here. 
We kicked it off with John Fisher calling in on the line. We got it going with Jersey Vern. And all the way from Arizona, y'all, the Valley of the Sun, big game James, James Fuller in the house. Man, what a show tonight. Can't wait to get it going again. Um, We're looking at maybe doing one this Friday, uh, kind of a weekend uh, preview show. So, you know, we'll talk a little college basketball, some games going on this weekend. Also, we do have a Division II, Division III football playoff. So let's wrap this up real quick here. Five minutes left. Talk a little bit about the Vikings. We've already touched on the, uh, the Vikings and Teddy Bridgewater. Is he struggling? Is he not struggling? From the Minneapolis, uh, or excuse me, Pioneer Press, Chris Tomlinson, he had a quick little blurb. It says it was back to the classroom Monday for Vikings quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. After a rough outing in Sunday's 38-7 loss to Seattle, Mike Zimmer, and we talked about that, offensive coordinator North Turner, each had a chat with the second-year man about accuracy issues. Quote, we talked to him about some things, Zimmer said. I talked to him a little bit, and I know Norv has too. Some things we have to clean up, unquote. Bridgewater has completed 17 of 28 passes for just 118 yards with one interception. His passer rating was 55.4, which is the third lowest of his career. Zimmer declined to give specifics about Bridgewater or what Bridgewater must do better. Although protection issues have played a role in his struggles, and I talked about that earlier, that offensive line is just real shaky right now. With the Vikings having a short week to prepare for this Thursday's game at Arizona, Coach Zimmer said the Vikings will pretty much have already shut that loss down, obviously, and had to move on. So um, here are five things, according to Mike Wapshow from Vikings.com, to keep an eye open for this week. And the first one is the final quarter of the regular season begins. That's right, folks. We're in the last quarter of the season. Vikings were 2-2 two and two in the first quarter, 4-0 in the second quarter, 2-2 two and two in the third, and now we're in the home stretch. So besides Thursday's games with the Cardinals, the Vikings have a home game against Chicago and the New York Giants before traveling to Green Bay for their season finale. Who's in? Who's out? That's right. We got some injuries going on here, folks. The Vikings listed four defensive starters and four reserve defenders on the week's first injury report with all four starters sitting out practice entirely. And so big big names there that are out are Anthony Barr, defensive tackle Linville Joseph, who's a borderline Pro Bowl player. Uh, Andrews and Dejo and the main man, Harry, the hitman, Harrison Smith. Um, Arizona has 12 players listed on their injury report with five of them missing all of practice yesterday as well. So um, a couple other things that they talk about here is we're wrapping down sports done right. Zimmer versus Arians, two of the most well-respected coaches in the league, are going to battle here Thursday night. Mike Zimmer is going to bring up a banged-up version of his group to Arizona to face off against Bruce Arians' high-flying offense. And uh, James was talking about that a little bit before, so... Uh, Cardinals wide receiver with Minnesota ties. We've talked about that. Um, Again, Larry Fitzgerald, Minneapolis native. He attended Holy Angels Academy, a private Catholic school in Richfield, Minnesota. He was a two-time All-State performer. Fitzgerald leads Arizona in receptions with 91, receiving yards with 1,047 so far this year, and receiving touchdowns with seven. Also with receptions of 20 yards or more, Uh, He's had 16 of those catches. And lining up, again, we talked about Michael Floyd. He is 
a product from Creighton Durham Hall High School in St. Paul, Minnesota, the football factory of the east side. Uh, Floyd averages 15.7 yards per catch and has five touchdowns this season himself. So, uh, Lastly, the Vikings look to get their passing game back in the air. Arizona's had no trouble producing through the air. Same cannot be said about the Vikings. Pass protection, receivers getting open, and Teddy Bridgewater delivering the ball this season. But they haven't worked simultaneously often enough this season. With the passing game not showing much in recent games, Cardinals will do what every defense has done to the Vikings this season, crowd the box to try to contain Adrian Peterson. That will give Bridgewater and company yet another chance to find a rhythm and make teams overpay for the run. So there you go, folks. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we are wrapping up Sports Done Right. Uh, 9.30 is just a couple minutes away, and we got cooking with the microwave in three minutes. Let me finish up here. Um, Viking signed a couple safeties to their uh, 53-man roster to help patch those holes with some injuries. And injured reserve Antoine Exum Jr. has been placed on injured reserve, so he is done for the year. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening tonight. One last view of the chat room as we get ready to shift it off to John Fisher. Um, Good show, OG Dion says, thank you very much. Good show, Mom says, same from uh, my main man, John Fisher. Grego says, great show. Uh, RC, Ronald Cameron from Duluth, Minnesota. Bridgewater will be fine. He needs to throw to his tight ends more and take a few shots down the field. And RC, that is the perfect way to end this show because I could not agree more. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it tuned on Spreaker for Cooking with the Microwave. John Fisher is the host of that show. He is coming up next. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And like I said, what a great show tonight, man. We're going to get you guys out of here. Get over it. Give John a listen. And let me tell you, don't forget to call in. Lock that number into your phone. 651-968-0124. 651-968-0124. Sports done right. We are taking calls. And you can call in. I can call out. And it's all good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Have a good night. We'll talk to you this weekend. And keep an eye on our page on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 7.30 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.